Yeah. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to episode two of Blow Your Load by Stand Up Studios. With us, we have Kamalam, as always. How are you? The world's greatest producer, some might say. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who's saying it, but certainly not us. Anyway. You're cheap. He's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> right, as always, we are at Brewdog Waterloo. Our friends here are very kind and uh, let us use their podcast studio. So, what are we drinking this very early bank holiday? <laughs> it's it's just hit twelve, so it's it's, it's fine. It's ha- it's happy hour somewhere in the world. We're still Probably on cantina, but yeah, I was gonna say we're still on Vegas time. So right now, it's about. Four in the morning, so we'd still be drinking right now. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So it's fine. So uh, I'm on the uh, the classic, the punk IPA. I've decided to switch it up and go for Brewdog Stout, which is very nice, actually. Very, very good. The, the fella told me it was Guinness-esque. No, it is, but I didn't know if I could say that word, because that's obviously it's a different brand. not... Perhaps we'll bleep it out, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Guinness, and then just go... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've got Punk IPA. A uh, few technical difficulties this morning. We've only got one mic, uh, webcam, so uh, there it is. Webcam. Yeah, I mean, it's not. not like we're like we're fourteen year old boys in our bedroom. <laughs> We've only got one GoPro for the uh, for the <laughs> podcast. Not professional at all, is it? No, but I did ask you to bring cameras. So, before we launch into the the main theme of today's episode, can we can we talk about? Yes, coming Right. What, what went on, man? I, I went to my barber's and I said, you know, I haven't actually been to the hairdressers in about six weeks. And so I said to the guy, look, I have a zero all over and I just want the beard trimmed. He goes, no problem. And I, he shaved it down to a zero, right? And he gets this second razor hour. It's like three circles in the shape of a triangle. And he gets it under, And I heard, I swear to God, I heard the word shaper. And he said shaver so he starts doing this circle motion top of my head i didn't clock what he was doing until he said the word shiny then i realized he was going for like uncle festo bold ass like you know there's there's one thing i've been thinking about since you've told this story now barbers surprisingly and weirdly they have mirrors in front of you you can see them cutting your hair no i know that but i I wear my eyes closed just praying i was i was was like (laughs) And he, and he was just going for it. And then... Uh, Did you not get suspicious when he brought the Mr. Sheen out? <laughs> I just thought he doubled as a shoe cleaner, cobbler. <laughs> like doing a little spit shine on the head. <laughs> no, so now what my, the back of my head feels like a leather sofa. Um, and I, I can attest to that. It feels, it feels weird, man. You don't I, like I, it. I don't like it. You have I'm not real, happy with it. You have real touch issues, don't you? Like, well, you don't like touching certain things and they feel weird. Uh, yeah. I've noticed that with you. Yeah. Like, what things cringe you out if you touch? Obviously, my damn head. Yeah, well... <laughs> you got to promise not to laugh, because this is a real thing. Like, cotton wool. I can hate cotton wool. Really? Yeah. I quite like it. No. What yeah. is it about? It's just it's really soft and... <laughs> I'm going to sound like a weirdo, however I say this, but, like... We were past it, that point, mate. Carry on. It makes a sound. Mm-hmm. When you touch cotton wool, you can hear, like, a grinding sound. No, I know what you mean. And that just like, you know, like some people get funny feelings when you scrape your hands on the chalkboard or whatever. Mm. You probably don't because you guys exist no. in the whiteboard era, but yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had electronic whiteboards, mate, me. Yeah. <clears throat> well, back in my day when they beat us with sticks. Mm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Is that why you look like you do? <clears throat> I was just about to they say. They hit him a little too hard one time. <laughs> but yeah, that kind of sound, it just like goes right through me. This actually leads me to a second question. Before we actually get on to the main theme, what's everyone's opinion on ASMR? I like it. I like it. I, no. Yeah, he wouldn't, though. No, like it, f- it, it freaks me out a little bit. Well, no, I, like some stuff maybe, but like most of it, just it's just likes weird. Likes bangs. Likes to hear women chew. <laughs> I haven't got a <laughs> No, I honestly, God, I put headphones in every single night when I get into bed, and I'll put on some I, ASMR. I did, I did when I was 14... I did. I went through a phase. Just sounds nice. But there's also stories, which I listen to a lot of stories. I like, I like soft speaking. Oh, so like, <laughs> yeah, I, I like, like the ASMR, like bedtime stories. Have you heard those? That makes yeah, you sound yeah, right. yeah, they're quite like relaxing before bed, but just like sat there. It's not like something I'm going to chuck on my iPod it's, while I'm on the train. Do you know what I mean? Oh, King Charles Jr. over here. That's his bedtime stories. <laughs> 
Mummy. <laughs> Old a bedtime story, mummy. <laughs> Might be saying that anymore, will he? <coughs> wow. Wow. It's not. Queen's dead. It's, uh, yeah, so, I mean, this, we've both had bad haircuts this month. Yeah, tell me about yours. Yours, yours was great because we're about to fly out to Vegas. So, I, I've been cutting my own hair since the beginning of lockdown because I'm a cheapskate. Um, and I was giving it a shave about, what, 40 minutes before I've got to leave for the airport to meet Jack. And the little grade thing, the plastic grade thing, came off while I was shaving the side of my head. So I just, like, shaved a number zero line straight across the side of my head. Nice. Um, absolutely shitting myself. So I'm like, I can't, I can't go and do a film looking like this. Thankfully, there's a barber two doors down. So I, like, shuffled over there with my beanie on and just kind of like, look, I've got 10 minutes. Can you do something with this? God forbid there was a line, like uh, yeah. a queue to get into the bar. He would go first. No one's going to deny him, are they? Yeah, we don't, we don't right, I hope not. It's like being at Full Park. Every time you go to the barber, you just go through the exit. <laughs> but yeah, it was a situation that got saved, thankfully, but um, close one. You've had some terrible haircuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Terrible. Like, his hair just grows in 49 different ways. Well, my nickname is Snow White and the Seven Partons, so... <laughs> Literally, I've seen some, like, I've seen haircuts where it's, like, short on the side and it just goes, like, suddenly, you look like something that Madame Pomfrey would grow. (laughs) At some point, it might start screaming. I mean, so, yeah, like, I was rocking, do you remember the 90s curtains, like, boy band haircut? Yeah. So I was rocking that well into, like, the 2010s. Yeah, you you was. Like, because that's just the way my hair grows. At uni, I was like, I'm going to go for, like, the Kurt Cobain, like, rock, shoulder-length hair, whatever. But my hair doesn't grow in that cool rock style. I basically get, like, a Karen bob if I grow it out more than a certain length. <laughs> so, like, all my graduation pictures, I just look like a middle-aged woman. It's, it's just, it was pretty awful, right? <laughs> you remember me back in the day. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, just shave it now. It's much easier. Yeah, you look, you look better like this. Yeah. You look better like this. Right, so the actual theme of this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about travel stories, funny stories that have occurred when we've gone abroad previously. Um, as a lot of you guys know, we we recently went to Vegas, so we will touch on a little bit of what happened out there, people we met, places we went to visit. Um, but uh, a, a lot of that we want you to actually see through through the footage because uh, I don't think we could really do it justice verbally. Yeah. What Absolutely. an insane time we had. Um but yeah, Andy, this was your idea, so I feel like you should probably go first. I think you should come up with an absolute banger of a travel story. I know you've got a few. I've definitely got a few. All right, so, I mean, I'll tell one story from my 2019 trip to the, the West Coast of America, but I feel <laughs> like that, that whole trip is probably a podcast episode on its own because it was, it was madness. So, 2019, I just got out of a horrific relationship i was like rebuilding myself you know what you like after that had a few months of going out late and and sleeping with everything that moved the usual rebound shit um and i'd had a because i'd been engaged to this girl i had a honeymoon fund saved and obviously we broke up and i was like shit i've got this money i'm gonna go on a trip on my own like i'd never traveled solo before i was like and i worked out that i had friends that live all the way up the west coast so i was like messaging them saying can i couch surf I'm going to go up the West Coast by train, whatever, have three weeks of just madness. So flew out to L.A., uh, spent a couple of days in Venice, um, and then third day, I think it was, I get on the train. So I'm getting a train from Los Angeles to San Francisco, which is about 14 hours. It's like one end of the state to the other, pretty much. And it's like nine in the morning. I'm still eating my donut, drinking my coffee, whatever. I get on the... um, the train and the only other person with disabled access carriage is this guy who was like he was old enough to be biden's granddad like this guy was dusty that's how old he was i bet he was wearing like a faded leather jacket and he had like long I, to be honest did he have badges <laughs> do you know what i mean like, one yeah. of like i don't think he did but um so i'm getting on i see this guy and i'm like great i've got 14 hours with some Crystal meth Santa Claus. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking he's that old. He's going to be like racist, sexist, and just generally grumpy. Like, it's not going to be a good vibe. So we get on, the train starts moving. It's like 9.30 at this point. And he comes and sits next to me, and he goes, Hey, what's your name? I'm like, Andy. And he goes, You'll have to speak up, son. I've heard a lot of grenades in my life. 
Good start. You know, so I'm like, yeah. Now, now, all right, great. Andy's met his weirdo of the day, yeah. <laughs> Andy's weirdo of the day. <laughs> so, you know, I pretty much had to yell my name at him, and he goes, great, I'm Carl. And I'm like, so why have you had a lot of grenades? He's like, I was in the army. I, I fought in Korea and Vietnam. I'm like, cool, cool. Like, starting to, starting to think maybe this guy isn't as boring as I thought. And he starts sort of telling me his life story. Oh, no, sorry, no, before that, actually. So he goes, right, we're going to have a party in this carriage because it's just me and him. I'm at like, 9 in the morning. At 9.30 in the morning. Like, I'm still drinking my coffee. I'm still waking up. And he disappears upstairs because it's like a double-decker train. And he comes back down 10 minutes later with, like, a tray of Budweiser and those mini bottles of vodka. Oh, my. Like, full. I don't know how much he spent on this. Comes down, tosses me a beer, cracks one open himself. And he starts telling me his life story. And so he's telling me about his wives. That's what he started off with. He said, my first wife, she was Korean. She was a hooker. Didn't work out. Wonder why. Exactly right. He goes, so my second wife, she was Vietnamese. She was a hooker. Way! <laughs> two for two. Didn't work out. <laughs> said my third wife. Here we go. I decided to go all American. Oh. Biggest whore of them all. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy is just like, I mean, he was fucking nuts. Like, he sat there on the train drinking, vaping weed in the carriage. Like, all you could smell was weed when you came in. And, like, for 14 hours, like, we just sat there chatting. Never so often he'd go off and have a granddad nap because, you know, he was 150. Um, (laughs) But about sort of... Three quarters of the way through the journey, we're kind of like just hitting like the big redwood forest in Northern California. And like, unless you've been to America, you don't realize how vast it is. You can go for, you can go for an hour on a train and not see any sign of civilization, right? It's that remote parts of it. So we're in the middle of these hills, it's kind of late afternoon, I'm like half sleeping. And I must have like drifted off completely because I open my eyes and he's like, there, <laughs> like there. <laughs> grinning his head off, like, vaping his mouth. <laughs> and he goes, hey, Andy, do you ever think about what would happen if this train crashes? I'm like, like, inside, I'm like, shit myself. I'm like, oh, God, he's got a bomb. He's got a bomb. He's like, yeah. <laughs> this guy's crazy. He thinks he's back in Nam. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm, like, trying to, quick, like, keep my shit cool. He's like, think about it, man. He's like, these, these people on this train, they're not trained. They're not, like, cabin crew on an airplane. They don't have the training for safety. They just, like, serve drinks and collect tickets. They're not going to be useful in a survival situation. I'm like, still shit myself, but I'm like, yeah, I see your logic. I see your logic. And he goes, don't worry about it, man. When this train crashes and everyone else is eating each other, we'll go out into the woods. I can survive, man. It's just like Nam. And he then, like, concocted this entire survival scenario for both of us where we'd, like, live in the woods Rambo-style. And like... why, Sorry, why, why did he assume because the train crashed, everyone's eating each other? Like, is it crashing because zombie apocalypse? I or... don't know. It's, I'd like, I don't... <laughs> it's not the kind of question you want to ask, right? Probably, like, 30 minutes drive away from civilization. I'm sure if the train crashed... Definitely not they... 30 minutes. No, you need to see how vast it is, okay. dude. You probably yeah, but I mean, like, Central he'd obviously Wait, been thinking this through because he had a full plan. All right, I mean, the guy was fucking nuts. But it was the fact that, like, he had this, like, really happy grin on his face when he was talking about it. Like, he was, there was a part of him that wanted that train to crash, man. Yeah, just so he can actually do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, makes me, it makes me wonder, actually. Cam, I'm going to address this to you quickly. Oh, God. Zombie apocalypse. What is your survival plan? I play a lot of zombie games, I'll be fine. No, that doesn't, that doesn't tell me what right. your plan is. Well, okay, so, I mean, look, I've been watching zombie shit since, what, I was 10? I've been playing the games and I've been watching the shit. I know what I'm doing, <laughs> right? Yeah. One of the first things you should definitely do, cover all your surfaces so you don't get bit, right? Mm-hmm. Your mouth, your eyes, so you don't get saliva or blood on you. Yep. Your hands, cover them, because you're going to get something under your nails, scratch your thing, get a cut, you're dead. Uh, so that's that's plan number one. Uh, I also live in Tottenham, so I'm probably dead. So, I mean, that's pretty much the end of the story, because from, from where I live, there's no way I wouldn't get my house broken into. But if I lived where I used to live, which is in Kent, I would, uh, I, I've already got a nice little place that I'd make my base, because it's all walled off. It's like a water tower. Do you know what I love? I've just given him a, a completely hypothetical scenario, zombie apocalypse, <laughs> and he's decided to live it out 
where he lives, which is already a place he knows would be a bad idea. He doesn't go, oh, hypothetical scenario, zombie apocalypse, I'll just go to the woods of Alaska, right? He goes, no, I'm already at home, I live in Tottenham, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I have to get, I, I would have to get out of London. You, you can't stay in London. I don't think so. Well, but also, there might be some parts, do you think like, the old castles, like Tower of London or something like that, if you could get in there, yeah. that's going to be pretty well. Did you ever read a book called The Dead by Charlie Higson? Yeah. That's where you got it from, right? Absolutely. Hell yeah. <laughs> I can't read, so... Is there, is there a film? I tried, no. But, it, but you wouldn't want to watch a film. It's it's children. I mean, when... Oh, Andy, I was, that's why I you was... might like it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you implying? <coughs> that one set me off. Hang on. No, it's because you, you look like a child. That, that's what that's you're implying. That's what I meant. That was, that Your was peers. Let's, let's clarify that. Then. Your peers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Fucking old man. Don't my I mean, shiny head. I tried to re re read that book when I was twenty, and it just doesn't hit the same. Because I was fourteen when I read it, and they're all fourteen. Uh, at twenty years old, and you're reading about kids is just a bit. Have you read uh, World War Z? I haven't read it. Seen the, the film. But, uh, the, film the film is like nothing like the book. The book is fantastic because it just covers people in all over the world, like how they deal with the zombie apocalypse, and like. It's super realistic. Like you can imagine the way these governments would deal with it. And is like, it a long book? No, it's quite short actually. I'm gonna read it. Yeah, I, like I recommend that. it. I might read that. Is the film the one with Brad Pitt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they just handsome, handsome men. They yes. took the vaguest idea from the book and put it in the film, and yeah, yeah it's not. It's not the same. Speaking yeah. of Vegas and zombies, what was that mo- that movie recently? Um, Temple. Where they wall off Vegas and they're gonna blow it up. It's got a what. Uh, you know the one. I don't. I, I genuinely don't. Ah, it's on Netflix. Um, oh. Den of... No. Mamma Mia? <laughs> <laughs> it's, got, it's got that wrestler in it, but Dave Batista. Oh, I like him. We go because you kind of look like him. We go way back, me and El Batista, don't we? Have you met remember that? David when I was on Paul O'Grady back in the day, with him... I don't remember that. You were on... I swear to God, I was on uh, the Paul O'Grady show. I know that. I was about... I was dressed as Rey Mysterio on live TV. Yeah, you would be. That's weird. Like the mask, the lock. And I interviewed Dave Batista, and someone told me, yeah, I swear to God, I'll find the footage for you, right? And someone told me before I went on stage that he collects lunchboxes, like a little inside thing. Like, like, like the collectible metal lunchboxes. That's, that's a bit weird. A bit odd, mate. So I went out How there. How many Make-A-Wishes Dave Batista done? And well, we have to look into I, it. Personally, I've had five. So he's fulfilled one of mine. Um, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> he's filled one of yours. Filled one of my lunchboxes. Um, yeah. So I went out there and I said, I was like, "Oh, I uh, <coughs> I hear that you collect lunchboxes." And Paul O'Grady was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> they started laughing. He went, "Yeah, I do." And I was like, "Bit of a pussy." On Paul O'Grady. To Dave Batista. To Dave Batista. And the whole crowd starts laughing. Paul's like trying to guard me just in case I die. And Dave's <laughs> so chilled back. He's like laughing on the couch. Just, yeah, that happened. Well, I need to see this first. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's on, I, I genuinely think it's on YouTube. Uh, I'll find it for you. Right, travel story. Right, I've got one for you. Yeah, go for okay. it. Back in, I want to say 2021, I went to Norway. Right, on my own, a bit like you, went solo trip, solo trip. Um, and I was only there for a week, and I, I, saw, I love Scandinavia and the Vikings and all that lot, so I knew that it was going to be a great place to go. And I was staying in Oslo, so it's very city, you know, it's a bit like London, it's just like London but cold, basically, colder. Um, but I decided I wanted to travel out a little bit, and again, a bit like America, Norway is way bigger than you think, right? So if you wanted to go on a train from Oslo to, say, Bergen, which is far west, it's about 10 hours. I, I never knew that, right? So instead, I got a train to the um, Olympic ski slope. It's about an hour away, and you've got to literally get a train which goes up and around a mountain. Okay, and when you get to the top, you've got this international ski slope, right? So when I was on this train, really accessible, so easy for wheelchairs, right? When I was on this train, I said to the guy, that's where I want to go. And he was like, okay, do not get off at the train station for the Olympic ski jump, because there's stairs. Go to the stop after it and come back down. So I was like, okay, helpful, nice. 
go to the end of the line, which happens to be the top of the mountain, and I go, right, okay, now I've got to come back down. How do I come back down? Right? So I'm there at the station, ask somebody. She was like, yeah, so once you've gone half a kilometre down this ski slope, with people skiing, once you get half, what, half a kilometre down, you hit the road, right? And then it's about two kilometres around the mountain. Just pushing. Do I look like I can ski, Cam? No, uh, no I don't Right, so. no, <laughs> I can't, can I, right? So I gingerly wheeled down ice, like side on so that I wasn't facing straight I've just got this image of you like slowly skidding like, down sideways. Literally like, yeah. that. <laughs> I was side on with my brakes on, right, so that the ice just slowly <laughs> sent me down sideways, having to like manoeuvre between trees, right, to get half a kilometre to the bottom. <laughs> Right, and when you do get to the bottom, you do hit a road. And thankfully, over there, pavements, right? Incredible. It's like they're re-tarmacked every week, right? They're oh, lovely. Right. And there's like a nice there. pub, right, at the top of this mountain. And I said to him in there, I said, like, is there a bus? Can I get a taxi <laughs> up here? Is Uber a thing? And she was like, no, you literally have to. Have your own car. Have your own car, ski the rest of the way down, or walk the road. And again, fortunately, because it was top of the mountain, it was downhill. So I did two kilometers in about 45 seconds because I just went like that, just absolutely paced it down this hill. And eventually I did get to the ski jump. But like, yeah, I- For what? Just to go to the top and take a picture, really. Oh, I thought you were going to say like, you hit the ski jump on the way yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Got a bit of airtime. No. Getting like a sled or something. No, there's- <laughs> No, I mean, this thing is like, you know, taller than the mountain. You know, when you sort of go through, you got a little, um, little museum. Right, there's actually a polar bear in there that they killed and it's stuffed. Right, his name's Trevor. And, um, yeah. Classic Norwegian name, Trevor. Trevor, I know. Trevor Klaus, right? Um, <laughs> Klaus is like. Klaus is German, I'm sure. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's German. Yeah, no, it sounds German. Uh, anyway, same. I mean, his name was Trevor, so I don't know where the fuck they got that from, but. And then, yeah, you have to get, like, a lift, which goes up halfway, and you've got a viewing platform, and then there's another lift, which takes you right to the top. But I've got, yeah, I've got a picture of me, like, right at the bit where I could jump off and die. But I didn't. Nice. That was fun, though. That was, that was a good little trip. Norwegian women. <laughs> Just kiss. Thank you very much. <laughs> we do like the Scandies. We do like Scandinavian women. So, I feel like if we're going to do travel stories, I feel like we should briefly, maybe not so briefly, touch on uh what was basically your first lad's holiday, which was uh, oh, no. that I took you on? God. So, go on. You, I don't think you'd even quite hit 18 I was yet. 17. Yeah, it was like a month before you turned 18. So, uh, I promised you from when you were a kid, didn't I, that when you were 18, we'd go out on a lad's holiday. Mm -hmm. So, me, you, our mate, uh, Gareth, who's also got OI, and uh, my friend from uni, Kate, who is a nurse, because, you know, Three cripples, you need a nurse. <laughs> We've got to have some role responsible, don't we? Yeah, but, I mean, this is Kate, like... Yeah, she's actually the least responsible one out of us yeah. three. We love her to bits, but she's, she's on a different planet, isn't she? Yeah. Anyway, so we went out for uh, two weeks, and so parents used to own a place in Paphos of Cyprus, and it's like, it's about, what, ten minutes from what they call Bar Street, because it's literally just three-quarters of a mile of bars and pubs and clubs. Is it that long? It is. If it, we only ever saw a small section. We only it, saw about 50 metres of it. <laughs> yeah. We were like one bar and we just never ventured out. <laughs> so, and I've been going there since I was a teenager, so I knew a lot of the people there, and it's that Medita Mediterranean rule of, like, if they know you, they don't measure the shots. So you might be paying six, seven euros for a cocktail, but that's, like, 75% alcohol kind of thing. Um, and we used to go to this bar called Flares, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> We'd, there were steps to get into the main bar, but they had tables kind of outside on the street, so we'd sit on those tables and, and get hammered. Uh, Wasn't there, isn't there a story here about there was no seats outside? So yeah, 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 this is what I'm getting to, yes. So so one night, about probably in the first week, like after about four days of going there, and we've met the owner, we know all the bar stuff, and we get there, and all the tables that are outside that we can sit on, they're all like, people are sit on them. So we get there, the owner sees us coming, and he comes out, and he goes to this table of paying customers. He's like, look, either go inside or go to another bar. 
<laughs> this table is now taken <laughs> and just clears these people off so we can sit there. Jack's loving it, like the VIP treatment, isn't it? It like, was like something out of like a football hooligan movie. Like we've just <laughs> yeah. turned up in our uh, old night 2004 England football tops. <laughs> <laughs> made people clear out. <laughs> But I mean, we have so many great memories and like because we had that and we had the karaoke bar across the street that we'd always end up in because it was like 5 a.m. close or some shit like that. right? Yeah. What was with Gareth? Wasn't there a story about how he went? Yes. So we'd go to the karaoke bar like every night because it was the only place open till 5 a.m., 6 a.m., whatever. Gareth was always hammered beyond belief at this point. And the final night we go there, he happened, for some reason, he happened to still be relatively sober. And he looks around at this bar that he's been in every day for two weeks. And he goes, this is nice. Why haven't we been in here before? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you remember uh, uh, Kate's little makeout session on the dance floor? With who? So... I think we all made out with her at one point that holiday. No, 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 not us. Yeah, I think we did at all. Yeah, this was before <laughs> she came out. <laughs> we are. I turned her lesbian. Yeah, yeah. I want to take that one, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she was on the dance floor and shit one night and she's dancing with this guy and making out with him or whatever. And we're all like... Oh, my God, yes. We're all like, Kate is really young. Like, So Kate at this point is like mid-20s, I guess. Yeah. 26, maybe. She's making out with this guy, and we're like, Kate, he's way too young. Way too young. She's like, no, no, he's not, he's not, he's in his 20s, he's not, he's like your age, whatever. No, no Kate, he's got braces, trust me on this one, he's young, right? <laughs> She's getting off with this guy. And um, anyway, he comes and chats to us, and we add him and his mates on Facebook, and the next day, he posts his status up on Facebook of like, just got my GCSE results, really happy. No. <laughs> I think he was about 15, Literally. He's definitely 15. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we could... We just incriminate a nurse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's right. She's a lesbian. Okay. <laughs> she came out after. why she came out, I'm assuming. Yeah, that was a lot of drunken, like, drunken falling out of the wheelchair stories. So there's one where Andy, and I'm, I, I vividly remember this not even being nighttime. Like, this was, the sun was up, right? Andy was so drunk... They couldn't go any further than the floor. So he falls out of his wheelchair onto all fours. He's got his raster hat on, right? He gets into the fetus position, right, and decides on hard tiles, that's where he's sleeping for the night, right? Doesn't move. Sleeps on the floor. There's photographic evidence of this. It's just like wheelchair, sofa, Andy on the hard tile floor. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> just right in front out. of the sofa. Right at the front of it. Like, and I can make it six inches onto that sofa. Like. Yeah, yeah. And then there's Gareth as well, okay, who I think we can all regard him as having been like the party animal. Like, this guy went hard every single The other time. term is chronic alcoholic. Well, I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> but yeah, this guy that. went hard. <laughs> um, and this, this, so this is a great story. Again, testament to like our pain thresholds with Brill Bones because he has that too. Worse than us. Right. He's about three and a half foot in a fag paper tool. Right. <laughs> and uh, we lose him one night. Like, we've been out hard. We've been out heavy in this bar that we've spoken about. He wanders off and we start heading home. And he just veers off in a different direction. Doesn't know where he is. Right. Heads towards a bus stop, thinking he can get a bus back to where we're staying. Right. Meets a Greek guy. And I should probably mention, Gareth was very gay. Meets this guy. I think he was Greek. I have no idea. I think he was Greek, right? From what from what he told us, he was Greek. They you trust his story? I mean, <laughs> I trust this story happened. I mean, the guy could be from anywhere in the world, but I'm fairly sure, like, he was Greek. Anyway, they couldn't... They, they, they were horny. They were drunk. He happened to also be, I don't know, either gay or bi-curious. And uh, they decided to have sex in a bush. Nice. Right? Classy. In which Gareth broke his femur. Broke his femur having sex in a bush. Did nothing about it. Got back in his wheelchair. And I was sharing a room with Gareth, right? So it's like six in the morning and he comes back into the room covered head to toe in mud. Right? He looks like he's just come out of the Navy. Like he's c- covered, caked, right? In, the, in this thick mud, right? 
gets into his lovely white sheets and his white duvet, his white pillow, covers the whole fucking room in mud, like with his broken leg, and just goes, no, it's fine, I'll sleep it off, I'll be all right. Goes to bed. And, I, and like, you know, travels home <coughs> on the aeroplane with his broken leg, you know, a couple of Jaeger bombs and he's fine. Yep. I feel like well, there's one more story from Cyprus, right? Is it my epilator? Hmm? Is it the epilator story? No, I'm thinking we need to give a shout out to Paddy. Paddy. For that night out. So we go out there. There's this, there's this family from Sheffield. Um, three daughters, mum and dad slash stepdad. I don't know. I don't know. Paddy was an animal. <laughs> Absolute legend. So we'd been seeing him like round by the pool, hanging out with them, chatting to him. I think we went out to dinner with them a couple of times. Like we kind of befriended this family, right? And, um, in some cases, very well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was her name? Leone. Do you really want this? Do you really want this on the uh, shout, podcast? Shout out to Leone. <laughs> Are we out cutting to, this out? Shout out to Leone. <laughs> so, I don't know. Probably a week or so in to this holiday, um, he's begged his wife. He's like, "Can I go out with the lads?" This is like forty-year-old man, right? And she, she agrees, so he comes out with us, and we have a wild, wild night, right? At some point, we lose Gareth. Again. Like, we literally, we put him in He's a taxi. He's got another leg to break. <laughs> we put him in a taxi, told him, told the taxi driver where to go, and heard nothing. So I, I think you'd maybe gone home with Kate or something at this point. This is why she's lesbian. Yeah, I think you've gone off with Kate to make out with her or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she likes the younger boys. I'm telling you, I was 17. And it's oh. like, it's probably, <laughs> half, it's probably half a mile between the bars and our, and our apartment. But it took me and Paddy two hours to get there because we finish, we finish drinking at the bars and then he goes to the corner shop and like grabs a load of beers, like a crate of beers. And he's like, we'll have these for the road for the 10 minute, like <laughs> 10 minute walk. So like literally we're doing like 25 meters and then stopping and having a can of beer, right? <laughs> We get back and then, because we're still in the mood, we just sat outside like drinking more beers, like whatever we could oh, find. Man. You know that situation when you're like you're in the fridge, like what's got alcohol in it? I think this is the story though where he is actually sleeps on the floor. It probably I, is. I think it is because, like I said, it was like sun was up. Yeah, yeah. When he did that, and I'd been to bed. So we're just drinking, chatting, doing all that shit, and um, Gareth's still not back. And bear in mind, like we put him in a taxi three hours before he's not back. I don't remember this. Yeah, and we're like, where the fuck is he anyway about 10 30 he just appears by the pool like <laughs> pushes his wheelchair up to a sun lounger crawls onto the sun lounger again kate to mud and shit and falls asleep right <laughs> now it says like two tracks to the story so like same time me and paddy have we've not stopped drinking we've not slept so we get in the pool uh, like about this time and these kids are coming up to us going, your breath smells like Sambuca. Because <laughs> we've been drinking all night. So I'm like, I say to Paddy, let, let, let's get some breakfast, right? We wake Gareth up and I don't know if you guys came. I, I can't, can't remember, honestly. So we go to the cafe down the road and we're thinking, right, we're going to have to sober up, fry up coffee, whatever. Like, we, need, <laughs> we need to get our shit together. We're sat there ordering and Paddy goes, I want a jug of vodka and orange. Like a jug. This guy was a real animal. <laughs> like, so that's that's we now have the paddy breakfast. That's what we coined it, it which is a fry up and, and a, a shitload of vodka and orange. <laughs> so like, he was on it. I don't think his wife spoke to him for the rest of the holiday. Oh no, really? Yeah, yeah. She was pretty pissed off because he just didn't go back home. <laughs> I'm fairly sure the mum asked questions to the daughter, and the daughter asked questions to me, and I passed them on. Yeah, to yeah. Like Chinese whispers stuff. <laughs> yeah. So we also find out what. What happened to Gareth? So the taxi driver had dropped him off in the middle of nowhere. Like, literally, he had no idea. Like, out in the sticks, kind of countryside. And he trying to... Like, he literally saw the lights in the distance of Paphos, so he was trying to wheel back there. And by sheer coincidence, two of the barmaids that we know from Flares drove past on their way home, saw him pushing back, like, chucked him in the car and drove him back to our apartment. Good people. But, like... Yeah, I mean... He was, fixing, he was fixing to get robbed. Yeah, so like how 100%. he didn't. How he didn't. How is, is a surprise. You know, he very well could have got robbed, but he wouldn't remember it. No. Oh, he, would, uh, he, yeah. he could have had his car keys, his wallet, everything just robbed yeah, him, yeah. and he wouldn't have known. 
No chance. Maybe, I mean, that, maybe that, they did attempt to, but he just had nothing on him. Maybe like oh his God phone Christ. or something. Yeah, know. he had his phone. But yeah. It's crazy. There would have been much protection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was two weeks of just like pure. It was a good holiday. Yeah. Your mum doesn't own it anymore, does she? That, um, no, no, no. She sold it, yeah. Yeah. We should go back, though. Yeah. See if flares are still like, knocking about. Uh, it is still knocking about, yeah. Should we do a stand up studios trip? <laughs> The flares. Stand up studios on tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the karaoke bar called Lineker's. Or I made that up. There was a bar called Lineker's. I'm not sure if that's a karaoke bar. Is that Wayne Lineker's? I have no idea. I think it's Wayne Lineker's bar. What's the age entry in that bar? 18. Okay. Why? No, it's not like Bubbles where it's... Uh, <laughs> 12 plus. <laughs> if you're 12 plus and want to lose your virginity in a the toilet, then oh, <laughs> go man. to Bubbles. Oh, no. <laughs> What about you then, right? You must have a travel story or two. Nah, nah. I have to think about it. I'm not good at stories. That's why I'm not. So, actually, I, I... No, you have to think about your girlfriend and what you can say on a public <laughs> forum. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to bring up your girlfriend, though, because she's from New York. She is. She is right? from New York. And you had a long-distance relationship with yeah. her. Yeah. How did that come about? Well, she popped up to me, so... Riz. Already, like, the, the Riz queen, some might say. So, uh, so I started modeling when I was 18 and she followed me from that. And then like a year later, she popped up to me. Um, I think I posted a picture and she just commented on it or something like that. I know exactly what picture it is. I'm going to find it right now. I don't know. What, I don't even know what picture it is. I do. Um, <laughs> no, you, I don't think you do. I, I'm sure that picture's not on there. Uh, and then I didn't. I think I just liked it and didn't reply because I, I thought at the time she was a grown woman that was married because in her pictures, there was a picture of her in, with a wedding ring. I think she did, like, I don't know, something, something to do with it. So I thought she was a grown woman, so I didn't really reply. And then, uh, like, a few months later, she posted just turned 19, like a, a 19th birthday party. And I was like, she's 19? And I was, like, 20 at the time. I would. Look at that. I would. Oh, no. Look at that. That's that's, that's terrifying. I mean, I, I think I was just... I was 18 there. I would eat my dinner off that. Thanks, mate. You're welcome, mate. Didn't even work out then. I'm going to like that photo. Thanks. That's a bit weird, but thanks. Anyway. I think there's a table in front of me right now. Why's the table oh, rocking? Oh, <laughs> Why is it just rising? <laughs> <laughs> um, my beer's just like... An yeah. <laughs> I saw that move and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... So, I, I mean, she popped up to me first, but technically I popped up with... Bet you popped, I bet you popped up. up. <laughs> I did also. Um, but, we, yeah, I mean, we didn't meet... We met, we started talking, and COVID, just before COVID happened, we met for, like, a day, an evening. It was lovely. Was she here now, then? What? No, uh, just 2020, she, was, she did, like, a, a runway. She was doing... London Fashion Week. Okay. And uh, she was here for like a few days. So I met up with her for one day. Um, and then we just we just got along. And then she came down for two months. Got along very well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just... Here we are. Here we are. How many years has it been? Three. Nearly three in June. I met her the other day for the first time. She's very nice. Lovely. Very good girl. I think this leads on to uh, another kind of travel story. Oh. If you're willing. Which one? Hmm? I'm just talking about... Best holiday shag story. Or best travel shag story. You haven't got enough time. Listen. <laughs> I feel like you've got my story lined up for us. Oh, I don't know about yours. I mean, I feel oh. like you've got some action in Norway, but... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm but I feel like you're looking at me like you know the answer, that you know what I should be saying. I just know you've got a few. Uh, I mean, I can go first if you want to. Yeah, go on. To I've select got a, your, I've got a your favorite down. one off the menu. I've got, I've got to read <laughs> oh, it down. Look, look, at, look at this motherfucker. I've got to narrow it down from the 200. <laughs> I've got to narrow it down a little bit. Go on. You go first. <clears throat> so, same 2019 trip, right? Obviously, fairly recently single. Was, uh, and the American girls love the English accent. They really do, don't they? Oh, we know. Yeah. <laughs> we know. But this was a new Shout country. out to Ashley Hong. <laughs> <laughs> so but this was a new revelation to me when i went out in 2019 like so the train back from seattle to la is like 48 hours right it's a sleeper train and i'm on there and that one of the top carriages is like an observation deck so it's all glass and like i was just sat there like taking pictures just chilling out with a drink or whatever quite hot girl next to me 
obviously just like making casual chit chat and stuff. And then we started like chatting more and more and like we ended up like going to dinner together in the dining cart and stuff. And then sort of as evening setting on the, the first day, <laughs> like halfway down, I go back to my carriage to sleep and then I knew she was at the other end of the train, right? Because she told me this. So I'm, I'm like sat in the bottom carriage by myself, just about to go to sleep. And she just appears in the doorway, right? With a bottle of wine and two Silhouette. glasses. <laughs> <laughs> bottle of wine and two glasses. And she's like, I, um, I got lost trying to find my carriage. It's a fucking train woman. She goes up and just down. Goes, what do you mean you're lost? <laughs> and I'm thinking like, I know you're traveling alone. Why you got two glasses? So I'm like thinking, okay, okay. Might, might be on something here. So I'm like, oh. Like, trying to keep the conversation going. I'm like, oh, is the bar open? She's like, oh, no, it's just closed. But um, you can have some of this if you want. Bitch, like, I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get any of the hints. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm going to bed. Night, night. Not thirsty. Bye-bye. But, like, I'm not very good at picking up on signals. So at the same time, I'm, like, desperately texting my mate Louise back home, like... Am I, am I reading into this or not? Like, like hoping she's going to reply because it was like five in the morning or something. Thankfully, she's on the boat. She's like, yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. So she comes, sits next to me. We, like, get drunk on shit wine. And then, uh, yeah, enjoyed the rest of the train journey, shall we say. No, I need more than that. Huh? I need more than that. Um, thankfully, the chairs were big and reclined, put it that way. Cause nice. I mean... And also, thankfully, the carriage was relatively clean. It wasn't like your Thameslink service. You know? I, I, need, I do need to ask, though, right? I, even though these chairs were big and reclined, as you say, yeah. you're about four foot three. So unless you have a monster chopper, <laughs> is she on top? Because Obviously, she's on top, mate. Right, but is she not? How tall is she? I five four, five five, something okay, like that. But even still, is she not fucking... Oh, like she would sit down and you Andy's gone. <laughs> Where's Andy gone? He's just morphed into the chair. I should mention she was very flexible because she had like, I forget the name of the condition, but it's like the polar opposite of OI where her body produces too much collagen. Like hypermobility or something. Yeah, something like along those lines. So she was very, very flexible. That's how you guys started talking. Hmm? That's how you guys started talking. They shared a word search together. I can't even remember. Right. I mean, it was just that idle chit-chat when you sat next to someone. Oh, I He's got that... Brittle bone riz. <laughs> What's her name? Fuck me, I can't What's remember. Ah, uh, here we go. It's all made up. <laughs> she goes to another school. <laughs> <laughs> Alexia. Alexia. I knew it was something beginning with A. I was like, Alicia? Well, no, it's not Alicia. I hope Alexia's GCSE results this year went well. Oh, no. That's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like 11. <laughs> oh, no. Uh... I still haven't been able to narrow it down. I'll tell you one story, though. When I was... I, it was in Norway. I was... How old was I in Norway? Uh, Twelve. <laughs> 238. <laughs> it's hard to tell with you. Uh, it was about two years ago, so I was 24. Right? Oh, I'm your baby. I know. Oh, God, that's so weird. Sorry, carry on. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so I, I, I just tried to help a bunch of different bars every single night. And there's one that, again, speakeasies, which are becoming a new thing for us. There's like a sports bar. And uh, I got really good at, what's that game that we played the other day with like the little little pucks in the sand? We did it in Vegas. Oh, uh, shuff- is it shuffleboard? Shuffleboard. shuffleboard. <laughs> I got really good at playing shuffleboard. And then started playing with this group of Such girls. Such a granddad, by the way. But yeah. Such a great game, right? Got speaking to these girls that I was playing against. And they were about 19. 20, well, they were like uni students in Norway. They then knew a good few places to go because it was like their stomping ground. So they took me to this weird speakeasy, which when you go into it, is like a barn, right? But it was like a techno rave in a barn that was a speakeasy. Nice. Right. Very, very That's weird. That's like a lot of ideas thrown into one pot, right? It's such a weird idea, it. but it worked so well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right. sure. And uh, yeah. Lots of talking, lots of drinking, lots of dancing. Went back to her uni dorms, which over there, immaculate. You'd put a mortgage down one of these places. They're (laughs) so clean in Norway. It's unbelievable, right? And yeah, that was my first time. um, Never. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't think Daisy's yours, mate. (laughs) No. 
It's my first time sort of experiencing bondage and, and BDSM and all that sort of stuff. And he's been in a wheelchair ever since. <laughs> yeah, she pops it out on me. <laughs> I just couldn't walk off from that. No, no, it was, it was weird. I found out that I'm, you know, into it to a certain degree. There is a line. What is that line? Like, nothing goes in my ass. Uh, you say that now. Nothing goes in my ass. Right? No, 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 no. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I quite like being tied down, but I like having a safe word. Gotta have a safe word, haven't you? You ever had a safe word? I have, but I kind of like playing a little bit of chicken with the girl if you're going to get into that shit. How do you mean? Like, push yourself as far and as weird as you can go. Yeah, no, I'm clutching on the, on the safe word from the word go. Ah. I, I much prefer being in a scenario where she's tied down. And then, and then, what was the safe word? My safe word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My safe word was safe word. That, I would that just say, make sense. I would say safe word, and then she would go, what is it? And I would go, safe word, and she would go, <laughs> what is it? And that's how you push the limits, because you just never get out of it. <laughs> what about you? Uh, you're young, aren't you? So, yeah. I mean, you know. No, I haven't, I haven't been on holiday in my adult life alone, <laughs> like, like with friends or anything, so I, I have no stories. How, how many people do you slept with? Uh, one. Literally just a girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cute. Good answer. Good. <laughs> Safe. <laughs> <laughs> There's like four girls crying at home right now because they haven't been included. <laughs> no, fair enough. I like your uh, yeah. Like your honesty, and I like the yeah, fact that you kept one. it pure. Well, ish. Yeah, I'd class it as that. I've met your girlfriend, and for a whole damn fact, you could throw her about the gaff. Yeah, I mean, she's she's a, she's four eleven. She's slightly taller than you. Four eleven is is pushing yeah. it. Yeah, and she's I'm, smaller than four eleven. Pushing six foot, so. What he's trying all, to get at is, I'm, I'm just trying to work out the logistics here, but she looks like he's cock with hair. <laughs> <laughs> it works though. Like it's not. Um, I, 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 it's fine. Like it's fine. Like I can't really. Yeah. You no, you're you're you're, you're, you're a very good fit. And we we get along extraordinarily. <laughs> oh fucking hell! <laughs> that was so good. That was just under the radar. Uh, that, that's, that's a so high five. Sorry, man. That's I, a high I, five. I just thought that wow. that would that would slip past that word. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Any more? Right in the pussy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how about we touch a little bit about. Vegas. Yep. Right. Shout out to our favorite place. What's it called? Cantina. Paradise, Paradise Cantina. Cantina. Right. So we fly out there and we, bear in mind, tw- uh, 10 hour flight, eight hour time difference. We leave at four in the afternoon on Tuesday. We get very drunk on the way there. Land. We get very drunk at the airport before we get on the way there. Yeah, then we have nine more drinks each approximately on this plane because we have a premium, so we just free alcohol, right? And then get to Vegas, check into the hotel, and then drink for 12 hours in a sports bar opposite. Next Paradise to a strip Club. club. on English. Next to a strip club. Yeah. And all the strippers would drink in there before their shift, and then after their shift would drink back in there. They just makes, don't go home. Just makes sense somehow. Yeah. So, we, we, I mean, we made a lot of friends in this bar. Lots. But I've, I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but I've been reviewing some of the footage last night from Vegas. And <laughs> All I know about this, by the way, so far, because I haven't seen it, is that Andy's definitely considering the fact that he might be learning disabled. It's like any, any like... Videos with us. Jack's like cool as a cucumber. Like he's he's comfortable in front of the camera. He's yeah. like describing what's going on and all that shit. Anytime the camera's on me, I'm just like panicking. I, yeah, you make I just, faces. I make faces. I talk about weird shit. Like yeah. But the other thing that I've noticed consistently is like the drunk videos we've got. Like there's a point in every night that we went out where you're like, Andy, I need to go home. Yes. Because you know your line, and I'm just like, fuck you, man, we're drinking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was actually the first night, that 12-hour session. I didn't want a 12-hour session. It happened more than once, man. Oh, I know. I've from several nights. No, I know, I know. But, like, this first night comes to mind. I was literally, like, you know, two, three in the morning. I was like, Andy, it's like 
fucking nine, ten o'clock in the morning UK time. We're not on Vegas time yet, you know, in our, in our heads, right? I want to go home. I want my teddy bear. I want to get into bed. Okay. And you know, he's like, fuck you, man. We're staying out. We're in Vegas now. You got to live the life, right? This is, bear in mind, this is a 24-7 sports bar. Never shuts. Has a 24-7 happy hour with free happy hour increments across that 24 hours, right? I mean, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I end up getting chatting to a very lovely stripper. Oh, we've got her on camera. I know. <laughs> and also, <laughs> we've also got uh, Katriana the Kazakh on camera as well. Oh, she was a lovely woman, but she was a nightmare. She was a nightmare. She was a bit of a nightmare. They're all nightmares, man. They're strippers. No, I know. And then we had that night where we fell out. Yeah. We fell out at one point. To be fair, though, like, considering this is the longest time just me and you had spent together. Like, one time. One falling out, and it was literally like... I hadn't slept in 24 hours. I was being a grumpy old man. It's because he was a grumpy old bastard. But you you know, you know, did something you just didn't think through, like, I, right, in I, a way. I met up with somebody out there for a drink, yeah. right, and had no idea, because I couldn't have any idea, that this woman drove to the bar. So we're drinking. We have quite a lot to drink. Oh dear. She gets trashed and decides she wants to drive home. No, 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 so myself and the guy who was working behind the bar... We're both like, no, you're not driving. Like, I went as far as, like, sitting on her phone and her keys so she can't go, you know. And then here's where I probably went wrong most. I then suggested she sleeps off at our hotel, which I didn't think was, like, a bad... I thought I was being responsible. Like, if you want to drive... In the UK, you can do that. But, like, in America... So this, this girl wakes up. She's not going to have a memory of how she got into a hotel room with two guys. Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't think about that. You know, yeah. I just thought, oh, like I'm stopping her from driving. I'm stopping her from potentially dying tonight. Taking somebody else's life, you know, by driving home. But if she don't remember that. We didn't get that far, though. Yeah. We got to the hotel lobby and she was like, I want to go home. So I put her in a taxi instead. And the taxi didn't run the block and was like, nope. And <laughs> just brought her back to the hotel when she walked straight to her car and drove off. Yeah. She really drove? She swear to God she drove. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, um, and that's yeah. what made us fall out was because he felt that I was irresponsible for getting her drunk to the point where she would then do it and drive. But I also can't confirm that she drove before she started drinking and also was going to be persistently wanting to drive home. She might drink get trashed, and decide, I'll get an Uber home. Like a responsible, normal But person. she didn't want to do that. And, yeah. I, and she was like 35 Maybe years old. She's my age, yeah. She's 35 years old. I can't tell her what she can and can't do. She's a grown-ass like we, we did our best. We were probably spent about two hours just trying to get her home safely. You got in her damn car. Hmm? You got in her car. Yeah, yeah, like just trying to talk her down a little bit. But um, it was one of them, yeah, I was grumpy. I didn't, instead of saying to Jack, that's a bad idea to get her back in the hotel room, I just went off on one because I was tired and drunk, so... We were okay the next morning. We, yeah, met, we, we met hugged it out, man. We hugged it out. We had a Dunkin' Donuts. We carried on with the day. Yeah, that's standard. But, like, that's a, I think that's, like, pr- for one argument the whole trip. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty good going. I not even, like, not even a single bicker Could elsewhere. You at least record it? Because that, that is... No, but I've got footage story. of you trying to talk her, in, like, by her car, trying to talk her not into getting in the car. Ah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean... I, 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 there's like a way they do stories and stuff, right? Because it's like all goes like the best friends, the best friends. Something happens, yeah. They get they they break up, whatever, whatever, and then they get back to being friends again, and then yeah, yeah. There's a, a whole there's a whole there's a whole little journey that's, in that. Yeah, that's story. yeah. yeah Paradise Cantina was such a great place. No, my, my my uh, my my sexual assault in Paradise Cantina. <laughs> Shout out to uh, <laughs> Gonzalo. <laughs> What's her name? Lapette or something. <laughs> Claudia. So sixty year old Hispanic lady. Um Claudia. Called Claudia, who was like I mean, she started off saying, I think your nose is sexy. I mean, that's a warning sign because nobody should think this shit is sexy, right? That was genuinely one of her first lines. Yeah. So she was just like getting very touchy feely bit weird and I'm like me being the fucking idiot that I am I'm just like going low with it oh yeah hi what's your name like where are you from all this stuff she then like drags me to another part of the bar bear in mind we know the bar stuff at this point and they're like we found out afterwards they were like halfway between intervening and like getting rid of her and just watching it unfold and they were like we didn't hear you scream so we just kind of let it happen <laughs> right, I have I have video footage from multiple angles 
of this woman on her knees, like just giving a blowjob to his crotch. With Not like, an actual blowjob, just like no, no, like he's, he's he's clothed, but she's just like mouth in the air, Why? in the direction of where it would be. Yeah, goes as far as like bringing her head up and goes. Like, yeah. wow, so she's like someone's grandma. And at the same time, so she's with her friend who's like... I was chatting to the friend, wasn't I? Yeah, the crazy homophobic... Yeah, <laughs> massive homophobe. She was like, I disown, disown my sons if they were gay. But she's bisexual. Oh, it's fine. It's not fine. I mean, obviously not. It's so cringe. Yeah, she was... De- I think it's because I turned around to a guy and was like, God, you're hot. Like, that's just appreciation thing. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Was, like, was that Alabama Adam? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I t- I, this guy was, mm, like, you know, I would ram them ankles. You know what I'm saying? Brad Pitt kind of. Hot. Wow. Yeah. This guy looked great in a trucker cap, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, yeah, I was like, I'd eat you up. Yeah. I'm straight, but, like, you know, I'd eat you up. Right? And she's like, you can't say that. I'm like, why can't I say that? She's like... Just gay. And I was like, firstly, doesn't matter if it is gay. Secondly, I mean it from like a appreciate a fellow male. From a cannibal angle. <laughs> I don't know where we've gone with that story. I'm like, not for this story now anyway, where were we? <laughs> to be fair, we should wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, so we're, we're cutting together footage from the documentary. Um, actually sort of speaking to a few uh, distributors and TV networks. Uh, yeah. Keeping our options open. Yeah, like we, we, we've sort of changed our idea of what we want to do now, and we, we'll reveal that in good time. Um, but, I mean, how are you feeling a week after we got back? I'm still ill. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm really, really ill. I mean, yeah. like, I've come home and had a cough. My sleeping pattern is a joke. Like, I'm tired by, like, 9 p.m., but I'm bolt up right by 5, even a week later. We're over a week now. Yeah, yeah. About eight days. Nine days. And, uh, yeah, I've got a runny nose. I've got, a, like, a cough. Yeah. Just constantly dehydrated. Like, that desert just gets into you, right? The lung butter is a joke. Just hacking up lung butter. I mean, more, more you, I think I'm about to reach that stage. I love that you're using that term now, even though you were yeah, disgusted with me for using it. it earlier. Internal Lurpak. Ugh. Just <laughs> gunk. Yeah, yeah. But I, I've just reached that stage now because it's been like a, just a dry cough. Now it's like nose, and now it's going. To yeah, change. same here, man. Yeah. It's just getting the last of that shit out of the system. Yeah, but, um, it was intense, and I think um, I wouldn't rush back to Vegas in a heartbeat. No, but we I, do. We I do. think we found out how long is too long, right? Five days at a push. Yeah. Yeah. At a push. Yeah. Hundred. Three's comfy. Yeah. You can't get a lot done in three days, but fine. You'd yeah, want to go back again a second yeah. time if you've done three yeah, yeah. days. Short, short bursts rather than... But we do have invites to go back to the States. We've got invites to go to New Orleans to see our friend um, Christian Renton. Uh, we've got invites to go over to Denver, Colorado to go see Kyle Eakin. Yep. And uh, Idaho. Been... Idaho, yeah. Um, Alabama. Alabama, Ohio, Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout um, out to Raising Canes. Yeah, one, yeah. One love. One love. Uh, New York, and, yeah. yeah, I got invited to do a journalism conference in New York, which is, is pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah, and also um, we might, um, I don't know who's emailing who here, but uh, we might go to Fort Largo in Florida to... Key Largo. F- Key Largo, sorry. Key Largo in Florida to go and film the um, accessible scuba diving that they have yeah. over there for, like, ex-veterans and whatnot. So, yeah, we, we, like, the best thing about this trip is... It's brought a lot of opportunities for stand-up studios. Yeah. So I think it was worth it just for that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to su- survive. Like, uh, the, <laughs> I may not go to these places because I might die, but we've got opportunities Fuck for you. you, man, you're drinking. I know. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> pressure right there. Uh, <laughs> I would have got home to bed. No, Jack, keep drinking. <laughs> I should mention, I was off my ADHD meds. That was where I was being a fucking Only the first few days, and now you've revealed actually happened a few times. You were back on your ADHD meds. I think I might just be a cunt, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. No, I totally agree. Massive, massive bastard. 
um, yeah, so this has been fun. I've enjoyed episode two. Yeah. Um, episode three we will be doing very soon. I know that we have a plan for our episodes, so we're going to start integrating some guests at yeah. some point. We've got some guests from America who are flying over in June. Yep. I believe, so we're going to get those in the podcast, some Paradise Cantina fam on Absolutely. board the podcast. Yeah, yeah. One more big shout out before we wrap up to Brewdog Waterloo. Um, what, what is it we was drinking, guys? Punk IPA. Stout. Uh, and also a punk IPA, which was... Obviously delicious. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. All right. Thank you very much for watching, guys. It's yeah, been great. see you soon. Thank you.